Blog Talk Radio. He doesn't mean to brag, but he has to boast because his favorite all-time part of social media is getting to post Coach Mike Jones. We are going to jump right into things today with our guest. He is on the show, I believe, one of the first times, maybe his first time as a solo. Unbelievably so. I've known this guy since he was a young rookie right out of wrestling school. Viento, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Uh, good to be there for the first time. If, I, if I'm breathing a little heavy, it's because I just got out of, uh, well, right now I'm currently at the Botanica training. Still doing the uh, training. Yeah. So, yeah, so how's everybody doing? Doing very well, and since it's uh, first time for you, at least as a solo, I believe, I'm going to start you with our first-timer question. How did you get involved in the world of professional wrestling? Oh, I've always loved it, honestly. Uh, I've always loved professional wrestling ever since I was little. Uh, yeah, my my mom, she was a big fan of it. My grandpa was a big fan of it. So, yeah. Um I heard uh I heard that uh you know Lucha Volcanica was here uh like eleven years ago. They were opening up school up in in Renton. So uh I started taking uh I started taking uh you know, I went to Jose's uh first class in two thousand eleven. It was actually uh October nineteenth, uh two thousand eleven that I started uh my first training. Um, and yes, ever since that happened, had a like I said, that's how I started with professional wrestling. Now, when you first started wrestling, you primarily did a lot of lucha libre style matches, and you worked with guys that had done lucha style, had trained in lucha style. So you gradually also started doing more and more American style professional wrestling you've done some of the grappling matches at CPW which is a completely different style what has made you decide to study and perform very different styles of the same sport uh well um in this board, you need to uh, get a bunch of, uh, you know, you got to learn a lot of different styles, right? You're not, 
with one style, you're not going to be able to do enough. Um, obviously, strong style, American style, lucha style, you know, all of those. Now, now in days, like now in age, uh, everything's pretty much combined, what, I, what, what I've seen, right? Um, that's like when I went down to uh, San Jose, I was talking to uh, Dralistico and Dragon Lee, and, uh, you know, um, they, they were like, because it was the first time wrestling a Japanese, uh, well, not the first time, but like, you know what I mean, like incorporating the American style and strong style and and the Lucha Libre style. So, you know, like we, we had a talk and he's like, yeah, like, you know, he said, when you're trying to uh, adjust into one style like, that you don't really do, it's it's tough, but you, you got to do it, you know? And like, that, that's the way I think it is. I think too, like, you know, with one style, you're not going to, you're not going to do much. You know, you need a variety of moves, styles to actually, you know, make, make more of your, of your persona, your character, your, that way you wrestle. Right. Exactly. Now it took you a while to do so, but last fall you were able to finally win the NGW Northwest championship. You beat, Wild Lyle in a very exciting match. I know it was an important moment in your career. Can you tell us about your journey getting to the Northwest Championship and defeating Wild Lyle? I, um, yeah. Um, first off, I want to thank Coach, you know, um, for believing in me. Um, and well, Lyle, for being an awesome and a great opponent, I um, my journey there. Actually, the first time meeting Wild Lyle, um, I met him back in 2019. Uh, um, we wrestled a match. Um, I don't know. I saw him back. I saw him. I saw him at the show. I didn't wrestle him. But later on through the years, uh, we started wrestling more and more together. Um, Obviously, he pushes me as an opponent, also as a person. I I hope I push him as an opponent as well as a person. He's a great person, but uh, my matches against him were not that easy. Um, he, my journey there to the championship match, because uh, I had two championship match back in 20, 2021 and twenty and last year twenty twenty two. Both championship matches were uh, were definitely tough hard especially last fall where we wrestled like literally for the whole day you know different matches that we had and for me to wrestle while Lao after we had like four or five matches you know you're 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 exhausted you're beat you're you're really just you know just uh exhausted you know and for you know, for us to give, for the two of us to give a really good match, and and you know, for me to come on the top, it was something that I really didn't believe at first. Um, when I when I heard my name, and the new NGW undisputed champion, and I heard and I heard my name, I was like, wait, this didn't really happen. You know what I mean? So yeah, so that 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 was my journey. Uh, it motivated me more to uh, to 
practice, train, do what I have to do at the gym even harder, uh, get ready for this match, watch a lot of wrestling videos, train even harder, like I said, you know. So, yeah, that that, that was my journey. Um, it is definitely paying off. Uh, um, I got the championship. I'm really grateful for that. And, you know, now that after that, like, my journey doesn't stop. You know, I'm coming out for more for whatever I take. I'm willing to defend the championship anywhere I go against anybody, you know. So, yeah. Now, just last night, you were involved in the Sunny O'Mara Grappling Tournament, and that is held by CPW Theatrical Wrestling up in Arlington, Washington. Grappling, for the fans not familiar with it, is more of a hybrid of amateur wrestling, a little bit of jiu-jitsu, maybe a little bit of MMA combined. It's not your standard professional wrestling match. Uh, You've had a few grappling matches under your belt now. How do you like doing that style of uh, wrestling? I love it. I grew up doing that. Um, I did uh, folk style wrestling uh, for my teenage years, uh, high school, sophomore and freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year. I did those uh, coming on on fifth on, on state for my for that for my senior year for that kind of wrestling, um, and then wrestling in college for one year. Um, so wrestling like that. Uh, doing those type of grappling wrestlings, honestly, uh, it uh, it gives me nostalgia. You know, it makes me even, you know, it makes me happy that I still can do what I love to do. You know, because my opponent yesterday, he wasn't he wasn't that easy. You know, um, but it was fun. It was one of those things like, oh my god, like I I love doing things like that. I love grappling matches. I love professional wrestling, but, you know, those two are my top on the priority list of what I love to do. Now, CPW, since they have relaunched post-pandemic, have presented theatrical wrestling, and there is no ring at the venue that they use right now because of spacing issues and so forth. It's a different type of show from what your standard professional wrestling show would be because of the fact that we're on a actual literal stage with no ring, but having a combination of grappling matches and your standard professional wrestling match. What do you think of doing shows where there isn't a ring, but we're still out there and we're doing professional wrestling, we're doing the grappling in a very different environment. I like it. Um, you know, in this sport, you got to get used to anything that you get thrown at, you know. Um, we're doing that. We're doing that stuff of wrestling, that professional wrestling without a ring. Uh, it is different, you know. Um, I am used to the ropes and, you know, actually having an actual ring. But with that, uh, you know, I take it more as a as a 
I'd like to take it as a training moment, you know, in a way for, like, for me to train my mind. Like, you know, I got to get familiarized with every single kind of environment I'm at or I'm in, you know? A few months ago, you went down to California and you did the trial camp there to try to earn a spot to get to go to Japan or at the very least to be looked at and being uh, considered for a tour in the future going there. Is Japan something that you've always had as a goal, or was it an opportunity that just came up more recently that you took advantage of because it was there? I took a I took an opportunity. Yeah, I would like to go to Japan. <laughs> um, I personally love Asian food. Um, I'm a chef as well, so I specialize in Asian food and and more like... You know, I I would like to. You know, my my dream is to go travel Asia, you know, and and study all the foods and stuff. But I took the opportunity to do it because it is one of those things that you just want to get looked at, not just as a wrestler or as an individual, but also as a person. Um, I I loved it. Um, it was it was uh, it was great. You know, we didn't win, but uh, you know. Being able to see other people and and wrestle other people you've never wrestled before, having people from all over the world going there, um, you know, meeting uh meeting Gabriel, uh, the owner of uh, Pro Wrestling Revolution, uh, meeting a uh, a you know a WWE scout and the you know the Noah wrestlers that was you know that were looking, um, it was a really good opportunity, um, you know now. And that motivated me more to push even more, um, to go and drive even harder wherever I go. Um, I it was one of those things that I I love I I loved it. I was cherished forever, and it was my first time actually in California. So I actually got to eat like a lot of authentic, you know, not not like a super authentic Mexican food, but like <laughs> it was one of those things like, oh my god, this is so good, you know. Um, but it was good. <laughs> Um, but uh, I'm sure yeah. most of the locker room noticed. I definitely have. In the last couple of years, you've really gotten into really good shape. Uh, not that you were in bad shape before, but you've really worked out hard and kind of transformed your body from what it was earlier in your career. What is the workout regimen like for you in the last couple of years that allowed you to become more of a powerhouse type of wrestler um honestly it uh it so be i was i was a little a little chubby i was chubbier than i am right now um so during covid before covid um you know i wanted to get more into shape into better shape you know uh right where covid hit i kind of gain some weight, you know, a little more weight. Um, luckily, I have a friend who uh, who loves the gym. He He's my best friend. And, uh, you know, we started working out together at the kind of church. Um, so he has his own weights and stuff, so we just set it up. And I, uh, you know, I, I started, uh, I started seeing, uh, you know, my strength and, you know, how, like, it came out. Um, and then uh, the gyms reopened, so I started going, you know, kind of like, 
kind of like in a, in a re- I started going religiously. Um, you know, every single every single week I was PRing. Um, I was uh, hitting bigger weights, bigger bigger stuff and stuff. Um, um, but now I'm you know I'm seeing the results of it. I I can say like I got a little bit bigger, like muscle like mass wise. Uh, my strength went up. Um, I'm not you know I'm not a super I, I still can fly around and stuff, which is surprising. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, like yesterday at the show, someone said, like, I have, like, they were com- kind of, in a way, kind of comparing me to Jeff, uh, Jeff Cobb. Um, and um, they're like, yeah, I kind of, you know, you have, like, the same body texture, you know, in a way, you know, like the way we look. Um, but it it really helped me in increasing my strength and doing stuff like that. Because I mean, obviously, I uh, I enjoy the gym. I enjoy what I love to do. I'm training not just because I want to get healthy or because of uh, I want to stay in shape. But I also do it because professional wrestling is my job. So if I want to get booked anywhere that I want or anywhere that what I like to get an opportunity, you know, I need to look like a professional wrestler. And you know. Having, having the you know working for the body that I want to get, in order to, you know, become someone in the sport. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I did hear a lot of comparisons yesterday to Jeff Cobb from uh, people that were watching you. So I think there's something there. Maybe maybe gotta lose the mask. Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, if Jeff Cobb were to ever wear a mask, you know, I, I don't know if we'd be able to tell the two of you apart. Uh, right now, Coach is standing by, and I know sure Coach has questions to ask you, so I'm going to pass things over to the coach with the most coming at us from coast to coast. Hey, brother, it's an honor and pleasure to have you on. It was nice to interview you once on my show, but, yeah, I found out you wasn't on this show yet and had to get you on, so <laughs> get you with another Thank cool you. interview there. Thank you. And then how'd you do last night? I did good. Uh, I didn't win, but uh, I, I gave my opponent a tough battle. And that's that's sort of new for you too, right? I mean, of course you did high school wrestling and you've done some grappling, but this sort of format—I don't know—is it? It is. It is somewhat new. Um, obviously, like the whole no striking thing. If you're a professional wrestler, you're just like, you know, you know, you're like, okay, I accidentally hit my opponent twice, and the referee was like striking, and I'm like, no, it's not striking. I'm just like, <laughs> touching him. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. And, you know, it's an honor that you're the NGW Undisputed Champion. We're, we're proud of, to have you in there and and that you know, and we let all people know that even go for the title, that we have that title comes with an open challenge. Like you said right there, you have an, basically an open challenge. You'll defend that title anywhere, and that's what we do. And uh, yeah. you... Uh, you uh, represent it well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Um, you know, I'm then, a, I, like, I want to be a fighting champion and represent uh, the title that I'm holding, the company, the promotion that I'm holding, you know, up high. 
Yeah, and you know, uh, we try to stay relevant. We're not currently active as a league right now, but we, every year we continue to be involved in a couple of shows at least, up to a half dozen. And we're going to continue that trend of being involved with a few shows. But since we can't do shows regularly, like you said, we still represent by uh, defending the title. And then you just defended your title against Wild. No, 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 no. Somehow, Wild Lyle didn't get a, a title match last time. What was up with that? I don't know. I guess. Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess I... CPW swung it where the, he didn't have to. You didn't have to defend. I guess. No, I, I, I didn't. Um, I mean, I guess it might have slipped my mind. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, but, regardless, he, he won the non-title match, which automatically gives him a rematch as a title match. And then, of course, you guys both had different opponents last night. Oh, yeah. And so he's hot on your heels still, brother. Hmm? He's hot on your heels still. Uh, he is, but uh, it's a rivalry that's never going to end, and uh, it is going to push us to do our very best. Exactly, and then he won his first match last night. Hey, you guys, how did he do the rest of the night? Uh, we, did, we did good. Um, it was a good show. It was fun. It was entertaining. Uh, there was a few scary spots here and there, but... You know, like I, you know, like everything, everything has a, everything has, you know, this sport is dangerous. What we do, what we do is dangerous. Um, if it were easy, anybody could do it, but, you know, we're trained professionals and we, you know, accidents always happen. You might never know how, you know, you know how you go walk into the ring, but you never know how you come out of it, you know? Exactly. Hey, sign guy, how how did Wild Lyle do in his second match after winning his first one? Wild Lyle won last night. He had an opponent out of uh, the SOS Wrestling School who was making his debut. Wild Lyle picked up the win. And then what about, oh, they didn't keep, the tournament didn't keep going. You just go next time. Yeah, next time. Is that the format? Okay, I see. Okay, cool. All right, and then, man, I was also proud of you. You were one of the top ten students at the NOAA training facility. Man, oh, thank congratulations. You. Thank you. Yeah, tell us a little, uh, bit, a little bit more about being top ten there. Oh, I mean, it is just like, just like normal, but, you know, I, uh, you know, it, it feels good, but you know you never wanna you never wanna stop training. It feels great. It feels amazing. Um, but you know, I know I I have to work a lot more. You know, I need to train even more. I need to work even more. You know, exactly. Everyone does. Yes. All right. And then, who were some of your heroes growing up? Whether it was sports, music. Wrestling, ordinary life, or all of them? Uh, first off, will be my mom. Um, she uh, she was my she was my dad, uh, my mom and dad growing up, and uh, 
working multiple jobs to raise me and get, you know, give me a life that she wanted to give me. Um, but I, uh, I, that's just why I'm a big, my biggest, my biggest hero personally and in this sport as well. Um, I get my, you know, wrestling wise will be Eddie Guerrero. It will be Chris Benoit because I love Chris Benoit regardless of what, I mean, I like him and, you know, Sounds like he, you know, we all know what happened. Uh, but as a wrestler, he was great. Um, Eddie Guerrero, it's amazing. Um, Rey Mysterio, obviously. Um, yeah. Um, wrestling, that's my, my biggest hero is wrestling. Um, now, uh, honestly, superheroes, like in real life, like, I was sick with my mom, um, and then uh, obviously the people who coach me, who train me and stuff as well. They're they're biggest, you know, they're heroes in in my life as well because they're training me in a way the things that I love to do. Okay, right on. And then I'm sure Sign Guy and the fans would like to know what your favorite coffee to drink is. It is a uh, iced caramel macchiato. Okay, nice. And sign, did we have any questions from Kurt Ferris this this uh, week? Not that I saw this week. I believe he was a busy man this week, so I don't think he sent anything in. Okay. And uh, all right, Vienna, what were some of the, the most memorable matches that you've seen or been involved with, and actually both that you've seen and then and that you've been involved with. Um, uh, memorable matches. It will be with uh Septimo Dragon. Um the first first second time we, we uh we wrestled. Um he's my best friend. Um one of my biggest friends he is in the sport. Um and um you know, but the first time we we wrestled, um it was something amazing 'cause I you know, wrestled someone who is famous and then, you know, um you know, outside the ring, we're we're practically like brothers. We're best friends. We're you know we're uh, we're inseparable. But you know, once we got into the ring, he's like, "Well, I'm gonna beat your ass." I'm like, "I'm gonna beat your ass too." So we'll see who wins. You know, I'm, <laughs> you know, um, you know, hanging out here and there. But like with Septimo, like, you know, the first the first match, he he won it. The second time, I won him. I I gave him a Canadian destroyer. Um, and then uh, <laughs> um, it was one of the best things because, like, we we went home, you know, because we went out to eat after, you know, everything that, you know, the show was ended and stuff. And I'm like, so how's your neck? <laughs> and he's like, I fucking hate you so much. I'm like, sorry. I had to do what I had to do. I saw my, I saw my opening and I took it. <laughs> um, another one is when I went to uh, – Arizona and wrestled for uh, Lucha Vos. Um, it was something really awesome. Um, I remember that I flew the same day, uh, and then I got I got to the venue. I literally got ready for my match, um, and you know I I was I wrestled against uh, Lindsey Snow and then uh, Crazy Cows and El Tirano. We were in, in a match. Uh, and it was something really awesome, uh, something really great. And then uh, my other one would be when I went to Alaska. 
It was something amazing. It was something I never expected to go for me to go to Alaska. So yeah. Okay. Nice. And then so who who are some of your favorite people to work? Uh Septimo. B one. Um, Sonico. Definitely my little brother. Um, I, I love him to death. Um, I would like to work on him one more time. I um and then my third one. Wow Lau. Okay, yes, I love seeing you guys work together, yes. Okay, and then who are some of your toughest opponents you faced? Uh Septimo, uh Wow Lau, Akuma from CMLL, uh Mascarita Dorada, Mascarita Sagrada, small but spicy. <laughs> Okay. Um, I mean, did you, uh, okay, keep going. Keep going. Uh, that's it. Okay, and then uh, did you play sports in high school or growing up? I did. I did uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year. I did wrestling. Um, I actually got – I tried out for soccer, and I got cut off with the JV team because that was pretty horrible. Um, I did football for two years. I did linebacker. Um, I did uh, track and field. I did cross country, um, and then I wrestled in college. Um, yeah. Okay. And then, uh, what's your self defense background? I know you've done uh, collegiate wrestling in high school. You've done pro wrestling, and you've done lucha libre. What uh, What else do you got under your belt? I did taekwondo, kung fu. Yeah. And okay. Boxing. okay, and then what are some suggestions you have for people wanting to get into wrestling? Um, don't let anybody tuck you down, tuck you out of it. Um, you know, nothing's impossible at this no matter what age you're at or your you know, your age that you're on right now, you're you know, there's nothing stopping you. Follow your dreams, train hard, be smart about it, you know, and most importantly, if you're going to do something, do it with your heart. Do it mentally, but do it also with your heart. Exactly. And then what schools do you suggest for people? Um, I suggest SOS, um, Volcanica, um, Dragonplex up in uh, Everett. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then what else you got coming up? I that's a that's a surprise. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I heard that you, you're uh, working on new stuff, and that plus you've always have been. So yeah, I'm looking oh, yeah. forward to seeing what, what's going on there. And I've been impressed by you and your workouts, and uh, seems like you ain't missed 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 the training. And you're out there kicking ass, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. It definitely shows. All right, now I want to wish you all the luck in the world, brother. Do you got anything else you'd like to plug or promote? Uh, no, no, I don't. But okay, well, I'm, I'm sure Sign Guy's got a few more questions for you. Absolutely. Alvinto, I don't know if you've 
had much experience with this, but one of the parts of the wrestling business that has always been there that you don't see quite as much anymore is managers. Uh, managers used to be a standard on every single show that you ever went to for years and years, but there's just not as out there right now, especially at the national level. Do you think that the role of manager will eventually come back and we'll see a lot more managers, or do you think that's a role that's sort of dying off at the moment? Um, I think it's going to come back. It is important. Uh, you know, a ref, an announcer, a ring bell person, timekeeper, you know, um, everything, even a manager, they're all important, especially in this business. You know, um, they're, they're going to come back. Um, you know, it's going to maybe not now, but soon. That's what I think. Now, have you personally ever had a manager for your wrestling career? No. You know, I'm available, and I've been known to manage a few guys just in case you ever need one. Okay, I'll I'll take that down. All right, fair enough. Now, last night on the show, you probably noticed uh, there was live commentary on the show, and in the last few years, live commentary is something that has been a divisive thing within wrestling. A lot of people not like having live commentary over the PA system at all. Some people think it's very helpful, especially to newer fans that may not understand what's going on. Big divide on live commentary. Where do you sit when it comes to having live commentary over the PA on shows? I like it. I like commentary. It makes everything funner. It makes everything exciting, too. Especially in the last few years, one of the more important things for a professional wrestler, especially on the independent level, is merchandise. Uh, when shows were ground to a halt because of the pandemic, a lot of wrestlers relied on people buying merchandise online to keep money coming into their pockets since they didn't have actual bookings to up with that uh, merchandising started probably 35-ish years ago and it really exploded so now there's tons of merchandise available at pretty much any show you will attend yeah I know you've had a little bit here and there in your career what's some of the merchandise that you've marketed to fans um, it will be uh, masks um, t-shirts uh, pictures, just those three. Uh, can you tell us what it was like the very first time somebody purchased one of your pieces of merchandise off the table? Oh, it was it was fun. Uh, it was so amazing. I even took a picture of the fan. I was like, wait, hold on, let me take a picture with you. <laughs> Uh, it was fun. It was like exciting to see someone like, oh, viento, you know. Uh, 
it's just having people know my name. It's actually pretty pretty awesome. I'm like, oh, so you know me, nice. Okay, here's something. Here's here's a shirt. Thank you. I'll take the cash. How about, of course, a big moment for every wrestler when they sell that first piece of merchandise. Uh, fans often make wrestlers respect what they do and enjoy going out there and performing in front of fans. Do you have one of those moments with a fan where it is particularly you for whatever the reason may be? Mm, I do, I do. So, like, when, I mean, like, a special moment? Yes. Um, he, um, uh, back when I wrestled out in Oregon, uh, there was this kid, uh, he was, uh, he was, in a way, special. Um, uh, he was a big fan of me, so every time I showed down over there, like, they, all these little kids always showed up. Um, and he was one of the biggest, you know, fans of me. So I actually took my mask off and I, I, uh, I put it on him and I just, you know, covered my face with my hoodie and I took a picture of him and he, you know, I, next show, I took the picture out and I gave it to him and, uh, that's something, you know, that's so, you know, gonna, always gonna remind, yeah, I was almost gonna be, I was gonna have that moment in my, you know, in, in me, like, oh, cool. Like, you know, I, uh. You know, I did this for this fan. Now, another part of wrestling that became important, especially during the pandemic, was streaming shows live, whether it's on YouTube or Facebook Live, or if it went to IWTV, or if it went to Fight TV, or whatever they may have done. A lot of people think it hurts the live attendance because people get used to just watching from home. Some people think it drives in business. Yeah, on live streaming. I like I like live streams. Um, it's, you know, it gives you a good uh, a good uh, good way to uh, see yourself and perform in a way where like, oh, cool, you know, I'm gonna be live on TV, so you know, I gotta look good. I gotta I gotta make sure I look great. Cool. All right. And I believe Coach had a word association for you, so I will throw things back to Coach so we can get that in. Yes, we we got a segment that Sign Guy has had for many years on this show called the, the Word Association. And uh, I've come up with a bunch of them. Sign came up with a, a couple, and even Darth Carter put it, put a few in the hat here for you. All that right, here's the list. The submission, man. Yeah, here's the list. Uh, what what? When we say a name, tell us the first word or or a sentence of how you think about them. Okay. Sonico. Awesome. Sign guy. Beardful, because it has a lot of beard. Wild Lyle. Craziness, awesome person. JB Moonshine. Funny. 
Nick Wayne. Hmm. Don't know. Okay. Dominic Mysterio. Viva la raza. J.D. Mason. Super, because he was he he's an awesome person. I when I met him. Okay, Phantasma X. Funny. Sunny days. Cool. And here's ones that we got sent in. Kevin Sullivan. Legend. Bad Blood. Hmm. Can't pick one word for him, but uh, super cool. <laughs> okay. And, of course, I'm sure Darth Carter wants to know what you think about him. Awesome person. Okay. You know that uh, sign guy hates that idiot. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then what about Triple D, Paul Preston? Super chill. And the last one is T-Rex. T-Rex. I know. Who's T-Rex, son, guy? He was the referee that you met last night. Oh, quiet. Okay, there you go. And then I've come up with a new... new uh, question in my routine questions I asked our uh, guest is called favorites Uh, tell the fans what was your favorite concert you've seen my favorite what concert oh I haven't been to a concert yet (laughs) okay okay there you go and then uh, who are your favorite teams um, honestly, I don't watch sports. <laughs> Nothing. Not one soccer team. Not one no. anything. No. Okay. There you go. You, you, you don't <laughs> like the the Notre Dame's uh, women's volleyball team or nothing. Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, man. All right, and then, and, and then, hey, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, Samuel de Viento, my Facebook, my Instagram, and my Facebook. Viento Gonzalez is my Facebook too. Okay, back to sign. Carlos right, Viento, I know you have some things to do. You're there at the school working out, so I don't want to take up too much more of your time. But I want to thank you for being on today. We definitely appreciate it. I don't know how you went this long without being on here, but we got you on today. Best of luck in the future, and if there's anything you want to say to the fans in closing, go right ahead. Um, Thank you for supporting this board, and thank you for tuning in. Um, You got two amazing hosts, um, Coach and Sign Guy, and uh, thank you for uh, listening. I'm a craziness. Appreciate you, man. Keep it up and keep kicking ass. Thank you. Yes, Coach. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Cool.
Coach, you missed a great CPW theatrical wrestling last night. There was grappling. There was a couple of title matches. The return after two years of the heavyweight champion, Chris Marks. There was a handicap match. And, and do you got? Do you have the results? Um, I have a few of the results. While Lyle won his match in the grappling tournament, Viento did not. Uh, Kevin Jameson won that, and we also saw the return of Chris Marks. He defeated both Cody Campbell and Tomcat Jones to retain the CPW. Heavyweight Championship. I did not see this particular match because I was busy reading the Washington State rulebook on how to proceed on the next match, but apparently Sunny Days defeated SP8 and Darth Carta in a handicap match managed by T-Rex. How's that for irony? Wow, okay. Spade showed up, and then even Darth Carta again. There was rumors and I even think Vegas had it like a four to one odds that uh Ice Man Ronnie was Vegas was betting on it? Yes. It oh wow. Four okay. to one that it was four to one that he wouldn't show up. That meant there was a seventy five percent chance he was coming. So Oh man, well he apparently did. I didn't see it. He snuck in. That was a good and bet. you know who managed him? Who? Not who, that was Jim Neidhart in the hood. It was Chicken Bob, apparently. I looked around, and I said, well, Chicken Bob must have went to use the, the hen house over there or something. Apparently, he snuck down, he managed Darth Carta. Wow, my goodness. We also had De- Defy was last night. It was, uh, there was one more match, Coach. The main event for okay. CPW. It was the okay. heavyweight, the inner... National heavyweight title. JB Moonshine, co-host here on this program, defeated the ultimate guy, Cooper Dean. Was there any Dean blood? Cooper. Yes. Was there blood? Um, no there blood? was not blood that I saw. I was checking very carefully, but I was a little bit stunned because the ultimate guy hit me. Who does that to a oh guy? Oh, my goodness. Wow, he had a rough weekend, my goodness, because I got the results right here from SOS's uh, show Friday night in Tacoma at Edison Square there and off south to, on South Tacoma Way. Friday night show was unreal, they said. Uh, on Stranger Tides, the island, the results were Malcolm Flex defeated Dean Cooper. Bambi Hall with Dante defeated Amira. Amira looks like a rising star there. What do you think? She definitely is. I've seen her a few times. Very, very good. Uh, she, I believe, is facing Christopher Rizek coming up at the next Timber Pro event. Okay. And then also on Friday was Mojo and Rook defeated Butler and Drake. Murphy and Oso and Burnside and Sonico. Wow, that sounds like a crazy four-way tag match there. And then another crazy-sounding match, Drexel defeated Pitfall Jones. That was must have been one to see there also. Then also I wonder the if Academy, there's blood in that one. 
I would imagine. And then uh, the Academy defeated the Hammer Brothers. And then Travis Williams defeated Carl Randers. And then Cat defeated, or C-A-T defeated Ve- Davey Vega and Caden Calabane. Is that how you say it? Taliban, yeah. Taliban, okay. And then Steve Miggs defeated Daniel Maccabee. And then Malcolm Flex cast in the Golden Wilson to defeat Steve Miggs and become the new SOS wrestling champion. Wow, that sounded like a great night there. And Definitely Wild was for Malcolm Flex. It was, yes. Yeah, and you know, uh, you guys can check me out at Coach Mike Jones, a coach of the most. Also, Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to check out the Real School Army in the NGW Green Room for hundreds of interviews from wrestlers and celebrities from all over the world. Also, the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast every Saturday at noon Pacific. And I'm honored and pleasured to have. Uh, sign guy with me most of the time Thank you sign guy Another great show yesterday Indeed it was We had two thirds of the ownership From CPW presents Theatrical Wrestling Yes With Seds and Yvonne From CPW That Yes what an honor yes. All right. And let it be known I did not poke Yvonne In the eye Her bloodshot eye was not a result Of me sticking my thumb in it Goodness, it looks horrible. And also, if you guys need any work done, check out A-plus, Payless, Handyman Services. For any job, no job too big or small, they're licensed, bonded, and insured contractors, and uh, they are 10% cheaper than any written estimate and 15% cheaper for seniors and military. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. And thank you so much, Sign, for everything you do. My pleasure. Thank you, Coach. Always appreciate you. And don't forget, you can find me on the Book of Faces, the Twitter, the Gram, the YouTubes. And if you would subscribe, it would keep stopping C from having both a nervous stomach and a sneezy head. Nobody wants a sneezy-headed stomping Steve coming at him. Exactly. And yesterday was the wonderful Miss Casey Carlisle, who's officially the best. It was her birthday yesterday. It really was. Yes, the moonshiners were celebrating all day long. There were a ton of them at CPW last night, but of course, Casey Carlisle, their cousin. They were hammered on moonshine, to say the least. They really were. And did did you get a little tipsy yourself? I refrained since I was working, but that J.B. Moonshine, he couldn't resist right in the middle of his mask. He drank it up, and it, it was like Popeye eating spinach. And then Key said she wants to see you, Tinglehead, because we've been to a concert with you, and all you did was drink four cups of coffee. Well, you know, I refrained. I didn't have that much that particular night. <laughs> all right, cool. And who do we got coming up again? Uh, this coming up Friday on the show, we have nobody because we have a Buddhist special this week. On Thursday, we have Koa, the Hawaiian hitman with us. And then 
Let's see. Let me go into my notes real fast so I'm accurate here. One moment. One moment. One moment while I grab the book. There we go. So one week from this very day, we are going to be joined by the co-host of a brand new wrestling podcast. I was a guest on just recently from the chair with Nathan and Tonette. Great new show. They're very knowledgeable. Great guy and girl launching their new show. And then the following week on the 24th, we have Brad Zane out of Russell Club coming to us. And then the 26th on Sunday, we have the return of Miss Roxy Hart out of Chicago, the valet slash manager, if you will, of Joey Roth. So we're looking forward to that. And don't forget, you can also find me at Northwest Pro in Vaughn, Washington, at the Key Peninsula Civic Center on Saturday. And then the following week, I'll be back to Russell Club in Boise later on in March on the 11th, I'll be back at Northwest Pro. At some point in March, I believe CPW is running, but they don't have a confirmed date yet. I'll be at Paul Cade, which might be the last one in April. And then in July, I'm going to officiate the first ever women's title tournament for world's finest wrestling there in Connersville, Indiana. Awesome, yes, and I've got verbal commitment from Aaron Bolo, Turnbuckle Turmoil Hall of Famer, to come on my show. And also I'm going to get have the King of Connecticut on, and uh, Ronnie Angel with verbal commitment also, Sin Bodie, and then we're also looking for Zane Paisley, right? Indeed, we're just trying to nail down a date with Zane Paisley, I believe. He's a very busy man. Exactly, yes. Excited to hear his story. And then, of course, Sin Bodie, man, I can't wait to have him on. He's he just became an American ball. citizen the other day. He did. What an amazing guy he is. Now, Coach, did you know that Sin Bodie also came up through HPW very early in his career? He was a regular for probably a year to two years. I made the Hall of Fame there at HPW. Sin Bodie did not somehow. Okay, and then... Yes, I did find that out before today's show started. Of course, I found that out yesterday, yes. Yeah, yeah, actual fact. I'm not sure how they missed him, but they did. But, you know, maybe he was in the next class if they had made it. Uh, He definitely deserves to be in, and I'm sure it won't be long. Absolutely. You know, once he turned against Tex Thompson there at Blue Collar Wrestling, he sure did. Oh, my goodness. He probably found out that Tex Thompson hit me with the feather and beat me with the with the le- with the uh, Hulk Hogan's leg. Possibly. Now, did he actually lift Hulk Hogan and drop him, or did he surgically amputate Hulk Hogan's leg and then have it put back <laughs> on later? No, he actually hit me with the feather and then gave me the leg drop of his own. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was devastating. Apparently so, yeah. 
Yeah, it was one of the my, one of the biggest upsets of Coach Mike Jones's history, right there. Oh wow! Yeah, Tuck Thompson, he's a tough guy. He's defeated Darth Carter multiple times, much to the delight of me. Yeah, he's had more matches with Darth Carter than perhaps anybody. Okay, well, okay, there you go. Got to you can't take that away from him, huh? Exactly. Nope. All right. All right, Sign. Thanks. Thanks for another show. And you, you got uh, Chris Marks signed up for Fridays now to take my spot for Friday. Since man, I've been missing most of Fridays. But hey, I've been on. I've been on here over a year now. Indeed, if, so. If you remember right, I think it was like September, or August of a couple of years ago that I started. Absolutely. And then, here we go. Yep. Make it to, to another summer. I'll be on for through another year. Yeah, yeah. And Chris Marks uh, making his debut Friday as co-host. He did a fantastic job. He was in the right place at the right time, looking for a, a spot right when we needed to have a spot filled. So it worked out really well for both sides. And Coach, can you believe? Last night, it was the first time in, I believe, two years, Dimitri and I were in the same place at the same time. It's been that long since that's oh, happened, wow. but we recognized that last night. Okay, cool. Maybe you should have made a special sign of the times for that one. Uh, we should have, but we were a little busy. We were working. Okay, that's true, yeah. All right, man. Thank you. All right, everybody, stay safe out there. Get out and support your local independent pro wrestling if you have some near you. We'll be back with you next week. Talk to you soon.